Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. I'm Ann. Ann, we're doing this Tuesday night again. We're a little late. We promise to get back on schedule, hopefully after the election. Yeah, there's a storm <laughs> of brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's starting to pick up. It's around, it's around 6 o'clock now. The wind's getting a little gustier and it's, mm-hmm. it, the rain's picked up. Mm-hmm. So I hope everybody in, in Quincy is... Uh, Mm-hmm. safe and hope you don't get flooded or yeah i checked in with a few people i know that they're all they're in the, the low-lying areas of quincy and i know they're they pulled up all their things in the basement and they got all their stuff ready and they're preparing for the water that would be jewett street and down that area yeah. but pretty much anybody whoever gets water in their basements this is this is not a fun day you grew up in a flood area <laughs> i did and every time it rained, we would we would prepare for the worst I had fun, and hope for the best i had fun bailing you out a couple times that was <laughs> good date <laughs> You didn't get a burger and a beer that night. <laughs> so I think right now I should make a formal apology. <laughs> I think I jinxed the Red Sox. I think you did too. Yeah. I said they'd have no problem getting through the Astros. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. You were. But they did make it was it was it was it was a lot of fun watching. Not not the end when they lost, but it was, you know. Yeah. It's it disappointing. Was, mm-hmm. But they had a good year overall. So. They did. They were the comeback kids until they weren't. <laughs> yeah. You know, those Patriots won. <laughs> they did win against the Jets, which isn't that much of an accomplishment. <laughs> I have to say, just considering that I'm not usually a sports person, the fact that I know these things is impressive for me. <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything about the Patriots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is the week before the election. It is. I know early voting has started. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it started yesterday, Monday, mm-hmm. and goes till Friday at 4.30, I believe. So it's 8.30 to 4.30. Mm-hmm. I should double check that. I believe that's right, though. 8.30 to 4.30, second floor, mm-hmm. city clerk's office, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yep. And then let's let's just give a, a preview of, of who's on the ballot. Mm-hmm. And we'll have more to talk about after the election. So let's start with the city council at large race. Okay. So there are three incumbents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noel DeBona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nina Liang and Mahoney. That's me. That's you. <laughs> and uh, William Burke is not an incumbent, but right. but he's running anyway. He, he tossed his hat in and he sort of gave you an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> he was not very... a formal endorsement, mm-hmm. but nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Well, that means a lot. I mean, he's he's very generous. I, and I, I think he likes my view on finances and paying attention to things. So I do appreciate that, Bill. Thank you. Right. And then school committee, mm-hmm. we have uh, three incumbents. We have Doug Gutrow, mm-hmm. Emily Lebo, Courtney Perdios, who has been on the since February, right? Yeah, she was appointed. So Yeah, uh, she, she filled Anthony Andronico's uh, spot. And then we have three challengers, I guess. Tina Cahill, Liberty Schaff, and Liz Speakman. Yep, all new to the... All first-timers. First-timers, yeah. Yep. Uh, Thanks for helping me out there. <laughs> And then we have City Councilor Ward 1. Mm-hmm. We have incumbent David McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, running against him is Joe Murphy. Mm-hmm. Then we have City Council Ward 2. We have incumbent Anthony Andronico, who's been on the council since same January, January, February, February, around the same time. Yeah, he was appointed as well, just like Courtney. So he left the school committee right. after two years, and he came, or three years, and came on to the council to finish out Brad Kroll's seat. Right. And run, and the challenger there is Steve Pertios, who's run before mm-hmm. and is also Courtney's husband, <laughs> which is and, a first, I think. Yeah, in I think so. Must be interesting dinner talk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we we were we we cornered that market, but they, I guess not. Unless you get in the race, yeah, I'm not getting in any race. 
And then let's see, we have City Council Ward 5. We have incumbent Chuck Phelan. Yep. And he's running against uh, Stephen Christo, who's also run before, right? Yeah, he ran the last time. Um, after Kirsten Hughes stepped down, the two of them ran for Ward 5. And this is Chuck's, will be Chuck's second term he's trying, he's running for, and Steve Steve's second time running for Ward 5. Yep. So please get out there and vote. I know the, the primary was dismal turnout. It was dismal. So it's really hard because this is an this is what you say an off year election because the mayor's race is not happening. So, you know, people don't think it's important, but it's very, very important because all the things people are concerned with when I knock on their doors um, are all the same things. So you you get to elect the school committee who represents you and your taxes oh, and your as kids. well and your kids. And it's an important role because whether you have kids in the school or you don't, it's an important foundation of what your tax money gets spent on. And then you have, you know, you have a, an election for council at large and three wards that are running. And I yep. would say that your voice is really listened to and people do pay attention to it. And, you know, I would encourage you to not only come out and vote, but tell your neighbors, remind people to come on out and vote. Yeah. And I think a lot of stuff that's going to hit the council mm-hmm. is is maybe scheduled to hit after the election. So it is. I mean, I mean the- taxes, mm-hmm. uh, proper use of opera uh, mm-hmm. relief funds. Mm-hmm. The COVID, the, the COVID's being used as many different excuses, and there's going to be a lot of things coming back looking for more money, your tax dollars, to pay for a lot of special interest projects that are are being brought up by this administration. And you know, honestly, if you if you want your your vo- voices to be heard and you're concerned about your your wallet and your pay and your taxes, then now is your time to come out and vote. Yeah, and, and I mean, you can kill yourself on Facebook and get all in the ladder about federal. Mm-hmm. The federal government, but this is the stuff that's going to hurt you the, the most. most. Yeah, and it really is. So, so I encourage people to come out and vote. And I tell you, like when I was in school committee and even on the city council, I, I've always encouraged people, and they do reach out to me. I'm at your doors. I'll answer your questions. If you have concerns, please give me a call. Let me let me answer them for you. Let me stand the test of time. And I've been independent, as I promised I would be. I'm a watchdog for the taxpayers. If there's good projects, I do stand up for them. But when they're not, I push back. Right. And that's what you really. I mean, it used to be. That was used to be the norm of the council. Yeah. And what I hear the most, Kevin, when I'm at doors is people are exhausted and they don't feel like they're represented and they don't feel like they're being heard. And now everybody's saying, we're listening to you. You, hear, <laughs> but, you see a lot of councils <laughs> in their print pieces and stuff saying, you know. We hear you. We we, che- we, we question and all this stuff. But, but the, I don't know. You got you to gotta be more consistent, I think. Yeah. So. I mean, the thing is, is like when we talk about the downtown and, and you know, Fox Rock and and the fact that we're not getting what we're expecting to get, they gave them the LDA. And we have to really push back and really expect more from our elected officials, including the administration. There's promises that are being made to the taxpayers and they're not being delivered. And I'm there and I can promise you, I am your watchdog and I will not let that go by without a question, without a pushback and without making sure that those questions get asked because I'm just as concerned as many of the people that I knock on their doors are. I'm really asking you to come on out and vote on November 2nd, and I'm third on the ballot. I'm going to ask you to vote for me because I really want to be your representative, and I want to continue to be the voice in the council that really raises the concerns that we all have for the city of Quincy. We can have the things we want, but we got to push to have them. Yeah, and I think questions make, make projects stronger in the end. So. Absolutely. I've always um, said a healthy discussion leads to the best projects <laughs> that I've ever worked on. It's when I didn't have questions that my projects usually fail. So Yeah. Yeah. So some of the things we mentioned, taxes, proper use of opera funds, which raises mm-hmm. another question, because mm-hmm. I know the mayor was on Joe Catalan's podcast this morning talking about the marina purchase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
he says it's going to be used for a crew team and mm -hmm. rowing and kayaking. Mm -hmm. And I know he had a similar plan in 2010, I think. Yeah. And I think he's going to get the same pushback about the designated port area and, and if it's a safe mm -hmm. area for, for that kind of Yeah. One would think, you know, this is an administration that likes to brush off old plans and call them new. And this is an old plan. It's moved down a little bit. It's not the same location, but it's the same plan that got rejected 10 years ago. Um, the only difference there is that, um, you know, it's 10 years later. It's a little further down, mm -hmm. but, but that shouldn't matter, I don't think. It's still, in a, it's still in a designated port area. Yep. And it's still in a, um, in a federal waterway. And I know we, we talked about this mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit um, early on in, in some of our shows. Mm -hmm. And I know the uh, Massachusetts Lobstermen Association had some concerns. Commercial fishermen that have been working the waters off the coast of Quincy have been fighting for decades to keep what little waterfront they have, when in actuality, the area they are fishing has already been given designation of port area on October 6, 1994. Mm -hmm. Unless they can change the federal laws, there's going to be some, there's going to be a hard, there's going to be a hard sell for this one. Yeah. And then we're not even talking about what they need to do to, uh, Maybe clean up that area. What mm -hmm. that's going to cost, or how much it's going to cost? Yeah. The the really sad part about this is that COVID money against the ARPA money. This was a unilateral purchase from the administration, saying, "Well, I just didn't want another giant building to go there because you know that's that's kind of what they're saying. Like we bought it because we had the forethought to do that. Yet you know, yeah, there's yeah. giant buildings happening all over the place, <laughs> yeah. and picking, they don't picks and chooses is." Uh, yeah. yeah, it's okay for the it's giant excuses. building to go on C Street where we can't drive down the street. But on this particular road, we don't want a giant building to go on our... Right, I, I think you were just in it. Yeah, so I was just in a zoning meeting and a and, uh, project for C Street got pushed off until after the elections. Okay. Yeah, so, but but my point though, Kevin, is that, and that's in a flood area. That yeah, I know they're looking for variances too, mm -hmm. right? They're, yeah. They're too high and they're... Too high and too close to the road and, yeah. and not enough parking and concerns with the neighborhoods. But none of it really got to be discussed because it got it got pushed off until after November. But again, you know, you know, you don't see that one being purchased. But more importantly, this administration has used COVID money and has purchased as of as of September, they purchased three sites, the Monroe building, the Verk building, and the marina. And, and we have a new purchase. And we have a new purchase. And dun, this, dun, dun. <laughs> it's 37 Center Street. And this one was purchased for $386,000 through the, through thank you very much COVID money. So let's hope that we don't have any, any setbacks because COVID money that's supposed to last us three years to help us recover from COVID again is for another acquisition. And then you found some other purchases or not purchases, mm -hmm. but um, uses of ARPA funds. Do you yeah. want to talk about those? Yeah. So, so as I always said, I, you know, I ask weekly for really bi-weekly for updates and to regards to see what's being spent. And I noticed that, um, you know, we can spend it on premium pay. So teachers, DPW, anybody that works for the city of Quincy, if this administration wanted to, could have given, you know, bonus pay to all the people who work in the city of Quincy for coming in to work during COVID, um, during those times that a lot of us got to work from home. However, it, none of that has happened. But instead, what we've done is we've moved to um, people who are being paid, I, I really feel incorrectly, out of the district and, and district improvement financing bond, mm -hmm. which is a credit card to the city for the downtown. So two people, one in planning and one in the mayor's office and the administration's office, director of institution relationships and um, a downtown events coordinator, got moved out of the diff and into COVID. So we're paying their full salaries out of COVID. Thank you, federal government, for giving us a slush fund. Wow. Yep. Do benefits get paid? 
Absolutely. benefits are getting paid to us. They're, they're full-time employees being paid, um, you know, gonna, through, COVID, have, relief through COVID relief money. And when they were in the diff, they were getting paid through a credit card. So you're paying for their health care and their benefits all through a credit card, not in the general fund, not something we can see, not, not posted on the general, not posted on the, not transparent, not posted on the, um, on the website if you wanted to apply for the job. Yeah. And then we have, um, we have one person that is in our Department of Natural Resources that got picked up full time. Again, not on our general fund, not approved for the 2022 budget. And then we have not run by city council, not run by city council. And then we have, um, that's, that's three in total. Then we have six more that are in the municipal finance. Um, I'm sorry, I apologize. There's five more in the municipal finance and two in the health department. Not again, full time, not um, being, you know, benefits are being paid, picked up. They're not full-time or they're full No, they're full-time, okay. not being paid through the general fund, being paid through COVID, and um, and not, as far as I know, no job descriptions, had no idea they were being picked up, you know, don't know who these people are, don't know what the needs are, what their what their, their roles are doing in, the, in these, these areas. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, but, but in the meantime, you know, if you were a TBW worker and had to go into somebody's home because there was an issue that was in their home or a firefighter or a policeman going into people's homes during COVID, you're not getting, you're not getting premium pay. You're not getting any kind of extra bonus, but these people are getting a full-time salary paid out of COVID. <laughs> and then are not, they're not identified in the general budget. I know the state government mm-hmm. announced something today. They're going to do something with COVID mm-hmm. money to uh, frontline workers, um, mm-hmm. not really police and fire or, or nurses, but more the people that, uh, the retail people mm-hmm. uh, that were, you know, gross, grocery cashiers and stuff like that that mm-hmm. were there from day one and never shut down mm-hmm. they're going to get a little bonus so. Mm-hmm. so that's good for those folks yeah it's unfortunate i mean i think this administration thinks that he did enough already for people um <laughs> you know so and then this this the, he doesn't have to ask as he said he knows how to spend the money and um he unilaterally doesn't want to talk to anybody about how he's spending it and it's his own you know think about it it's like his own you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a 43, $46 million bonus that he got that he can spend any way he wants. You know? I know today he says he's looking forward to the infrastructure funds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, all of these projects and all these buildings and everything so, that he's buying is going to cost extra money. Right. And, um, you know, in the same thing, when they come back and they say, wow, you know, the price of the stuff has gone astronomic. We're going to have to come back and ask for more money. No problem coming back to ask you, the taxpayers, who have worked very hard for your salaries yeah, to pay more. <laughs> I'll circle back just for a second. You know, mm-hmm. what's on the ballot? You know, mm-hmm. um, let's see. The animal shelter, uh, New City Hall, Quincy College, mm-hmm. Monroe Building things coming back. Yep. yep after the election, of course. Yep. Which everybody's upset about. Every door I ever go to, they're just, nobody wants to pay for, they already paid for their own students. If right. they paid for their own students, they don't want to pay for another student. If they didn't have kids, they don't want to pay for anybody else's kids going to college. The Adams Academy, where they just took down those two buildings. Mm-hmm. For um, our presidential Sounds library. all good on paper, but when he comes back with a, a, something he wants to build, and it's going to cost. Do they have those books yet? Hundreds. Of, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard much about those. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars, then, then maybe it's not that good of a project. And, you know, some city councilors voted for that that are on the ballot. So. so let me just tell you, when we talk about being able to prevent your taxes from going up and our residential tax breaks, that we have to have more commercial that comes into the city of Quincy and we're yeah. taking them off of our tax rolls, we'll never get to a residential tax break. And more importantly, the way you get to the residential tax is to stop the overspending. Right. And to actually have more commercial spending happening in the city of Quincy. So every time we take something off the rolls, we're actually 
creating a yeah, bigger problem. Yeah, and it's not just questioning the administration. Sometimes it's saying no. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you don't hear a lot of that. Well, we the thing is, is that if it's a bad idea, Monroe Building was a bad idea. Yeah. No, was the and answer. I think some of the councilors came around there. Yeah, some, they, did, some they, were, they didn't get a chance to vote on it because it got right. taken away from us. It would have been interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I would like to see who, who voted yes for that. Mm -hmm. I um, think most of them were going to say no. Yeah. But unfortunately, this is an administration that when they don't get what they want, they just go and do it some other way. And this is the way they're doing it with the COVID money. And, you know, I, I hope I hope that, you know, in the end, it's going to end up costing the taxpayers a lot of money. And the last minute deals that come on the table that say we have no other choice but to do this. Right. We've had plenty of choices. The animal shelter has been, you know, it was floated out in 2017. It's 2021. And the prices have got astronomical. And we don't know where it's going to go. Right. <laughs> And value engineering the pol the police safety headquarters. Haven't heard anything. Haven't about heard it. anything about that. I'm sure it still has a copper roof. I'm sure that hasn't been value engineered out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. But if you vote me in, we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it won't be rushed under the carpet. Um, let's see. So this show is going to be pretty short this week. Yeah. Well, I do have a lot of things to do still. <laughs> <laughs> what is your plan for election day? Do you know? I will be as I always am all over the city. I hope to see as many voters as I possibly can. There's 31 precincts, and I try to visit most of them during the day. Yep. I usually vote in the afternoon in Ward 4, Precinct yep. 3, at the Elks. The Elks. And, um, you know, I'll end the day somewhere in Quincy, and then hopefully I'll get good results, and I'll be at QATV thanking everybody. Right. And I'm fingers crossed because, you know, yeah, I never jinx myself, unlike right. the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, I won't say anything. <laughs> um, so we don't have listener mail this week. We don't because I didn't. I didn't. You send didn't it. ask. I didn't ask. It was a very busy week, Kevin. It is the, busy. The last week yeah. before a campaign, I'm I'm everywhere. <laughs> um, but we do have an announcement. Mm -hmm. We mentioned this in our last show. The Pumpkin Spice Festival. Mm -hmm. I've learned to love pumpkin. <laughs> he doesn't like pumpkin. <laughs> Saturday, October thirtieth. I hope they get good weather because I know. Thursday's supposed to be somewhat clear, and then I think it's going to rain again on Saturday. So I don't know what these folks' plans are, but hopefully it will hold out. Mm -hmm. And so that's 11 to 5 at Bishop Field, Holbrook Road, uh, right behind the Montclair School. Mm -hmm. um, Beer Garden, Montilio's will be there mm -hmm. with their pizza truck. And then there'll be some musical acts, including including... Uh, Kevin Coughlin's The oh, I was Rudder, say, I know who they the are. The Rudder Kings. I know who the Rudder so, Kings are. <laughs> it's Kevin Coughlin. So that's exciting. Yep. So does that does that do it in this week? Well, I think this is the last week I can actually talk about Tales from the Trails. Tales from the Trails. I forgot. <laughs> well. All right. Let's do it. All right, so I'm wrapping it up. You know, I've been around everywhere in the city of Quincy, and some of, there was one particular person that really kind of, she scared me and I scared her. I knocked on her door. It said on her door to come to the back, and I went to the back, and she was sitting on our porch, and she was listening. I didn't couldn't tell she was listening. She was listening to a podcast. And I said, hi. And I scared her, and she screamed. <laughs> I said, she told me she was listening to a podcast, a murder mystery podcast. Right. So I said, I have a podcast, and we talked for a few minutes, and we had a great conversation, and then, Later that day, she emailed me, or she text messaged me and told me that she listened to the podcast and she nice. really, really enjoyed it. And did she, she like it? She did. She really liked it. So it was very informative. Um, and then another person, I knocked on their door and it was a great, it was a great reception. I've never been to this. I never met this person. It was a new homeowner. 
And she answered the door and she said, it's you. <laughs> and I was a little nervous thinking, oh my goodness, what's this? And it was about the, it was about the podcast, Kevin. So I will say I'm happily um, hearing that people are in, listening to the podcast, sharing yeah. the podcast. Um, we had several text messages um, in regards to the podcast as well. Just people letting me know um, that, that I dropped off some literature and that they are listening. Um, one person asked me to show them actually how to take the photo to get it to listen to them. And then she called me and told you me You don't actually take the photo. Well, you do take, you take you a photo. You use a camera. You use a camera on yeah. your, you take, use a camera on your cell phone, but she wanted to know how to take the photo. She specifically had her <laughs> phone and said, can you show me how to do this? She said she had a, she, she had a hard time doing it at restaurants. <laughs> Ian is the uh, city limits tech support. <laughs> <laughs> the tech support. So it's been, it's been a great time out knocking on doors and I've got to see some old friends. I've met a lot of new friends. I met a, a nice young couple who we were sharing stories about um, Falmouth and the um, Airstream place you can go away for um, the Airstream. Yeah. Um, she stay in the Airstream. You can stay in an Airstream. And she told me that she camped when she went there because we were talking about that. And she they rented the bikes. She suggested bringing the bikes. Yeah. So yeah, so that's a that's a place to go. We didn't actually get there. Though. We didn't actually get there, but <laughs> we'll, we will get there. <laughs> we were hopeful, but the weather was a little chilly. Now, the weather but... the weather didn't hold out. So I'm all for I'm all for going places, but I don't like being cold. Yeah, so so it's been it's been a fun campaign. It's been a different campaign because of COVID, but I have to tell you, people have been very respect, responsive, and it's been um, it's been really great being able to out there talking to people. Were there any issues that surprised you at people's doors? Not really, Kevin. I have to say, the most most of the doors that I've talked to, everybody's concerned about COVID, about how we're kind of emerging out of it, the money that we're spending in the city of Quincy, the taxes, the affordability is a concern that they have. Some people are very happy with, um, you know, some of the things that are happening here in Quincy, but they're concerned because they're not seeing, along with the development, they're not seeing the stores and the, and the retail that were promised from yeah. that. And they don't seem to understand how it's possible that we can, you know, in the downtown in particular, one of the questions that they said was, I'm not sure. We ended up, we had before the new downtown, an old downtown with a lot of nail salons, and now we have a new and empty storefronts. Mm. And now we have a new downtown that looks beautiful, but we still have empty storefronts and we yeah. have some restaurants and, and some of them rotate in and out. So they don't feel like they're seeing a lot of changes in that area. I and mean, that's a fair criticism. Some of the restaurants are very good. Some uh, of them are great. And some of them have been there for a really long time. So I, I want to support the, the restaurant 16C has been there. Alba's been there. There's a lot of, it's, uh, yeah. the forest has been there, but there has been some rotations of some, some um, restaurants, but, it's not a criticism necessarily. It's more of a question as how do we, how is it that we're having this, these deals, the land distribution agreements that we do a lot of the infrastructure for these developments and they get incentives with promises of retail. And then the administration will say back, well, we don't really control what goes in the buildings and the storefronts are yeah. empty. How can they afford to have those storefronts empty? It doesn't make sense. It wouldn't happen. It doesn't happen in downtown. It doesn't happen in Westwood. It doesn't happen. In the seaport area, it doesn't happen anyplace else. They can build these giant buildings and not have anything in the retail and, and still be, you know, feasible. And I think it takes some creativity. I don't want to criticize mm -hmm. too much, but I mean, I, I think it has to be reimagined somehow how mm -hmm. we can attract them here. Yeah. Well, I do know that it is it is the biggest thing that people do talk about because there's, you know, other than going to a restaurant, there's not much other than you can do in the downtown and or other the areas. You know, that, you know, that's just that's just something that comes up a lot. Um, traffic is another big one and the concern and the um, in the side streets and, and people parking everywhere. Yeah.
Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of work, infrastructure work that we need to, to be discussing here in the city of Quincy and streets. My goodness, streets. Streets come up all the time. Um, there's a lot of half paving going on, half the streets being torn up and only half the streets being paved. And that's, that's tough. How does that work? Do they I'm not come sure. back the next day and fix and <laughs> no. pave the other side? Or? No, this is something that, um, that, that, that's a, that's a lot happening in Ward 1. Um, oh. and, you know, they're, they're showing me pictures when I go to the door saying, how is this happening? Why is it only half my street? Do we have to pay half the taxes? <laughs> so, I mean, it, and I, I, I'm not criticizing. I'm just suggesting that it's, it seems to be a, 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 it doesn't, things, these things happen differently in different areas. And why is this right. happening in Ward 1? It doesn't happen in Ward, you know, 5 or 6 or someplace else. I don't know. We don't get our streets paved in Ward 4, so. <laughs> right. Although our street is all marked up, so we have to inquire about that. Yeah. What's going on. Um, anyways, so. So that's all I have for Tales of the Trails. As we wrap up the campaign weekend, I'll be very busy all the way through to November 2nd. I look yep. forward to seeing people. So but we'll have to bring that again out in two years, I guess? We can bring it out in two years, or we could just find another way to... <laughs> I mean, I'm always out talking to people, Kevin, so I'm sure we can bring another way, you know. Yep. So I think that does it this week. Mm -hmm. uh, but please, 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 please get mm -hmm. out there and vote. Mm -hmm. On November 2nd, or early vote. You can early vote, yeah, too. Early vote this week, mm -hmm. uh, till Friday, mm -hmm. 8.30 to 4.30, I believe, at City Hall. Yep. And then the polls open at 7 on Tuesday and close, and at, close eight. at eight. Close yeah. at eight. Yep. So, and I mean, then if you see me, stop and talk to me, beep at me, you know, give me a wave. I'm yep. there, you know. And if you want to come out and hold a sign, feel free to. There'll be signs <laughs> at locations too. <laughs> okay. So that does it for this week on City Limits. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Get out there and vote. Don't forget. 